0: You're listening to season six of Upside Down Podcasts. This is Lindsay Wallace.
1: I'm Kayla Craig. I'm Patti Taylor.
2: And I'm Elisa Molina. Upside Down Podcast is an ecumenical conversation at the intersection of justice, spirituality, and culture. And we have created this space with you
1: in mind. So join us for unscripted conversations on God's Upside Down Kingdom. Welcome to Upside Down Podcast. I'm Lindsay Wallace, and
0: I will be your host for our very last episode. In which we have Kayla Craig in the hot seat today. Before we get to our interview, a few logistics to share as we close things out. We will still be on the gram from time to time. So we look forward to continuing to see you there. And we want to keep all these episodes available and out in the world because we've had some really great conversations over the years with some really powerful folks. And we want you to be able to have access to those. So if you are a patron, we'll be sending you a special special message about that. And if you're not a patron, but you want to contribute financially, we will share how to do that on Instagram as well. So to Kayla Craig. So y'all, if you've been around for a while, you know, Kayla is not just a day one. She is the day one for Upside Down (laughs) Podcasts. Always forward thinking before everybody and their mama had a podcast. Kayla was the originator of this little podcast that could idea. And she came to um, a few of us and said, Hey, what do you guys think about starting a podcast? Um, I don't even know if we were listening to podcasts way back then, but Kayla wanted to have conversations that were important to our faith and we just weren't hearing them. So now six years, hundred plus episodes and half a million downloads later, I get to interview her one last time. So y'all know Kayla is fierce and passionate, brilliant and thoughtful, but what you can't see in an Instagram square or hear in your earbuds is how deep into the core of her being these qualities really run. Uh, she does the brave, scary, hard work every day of showing up in real life that most people just don't get to see, fighting for the dignity and love and care for folks that are not getting it. Uh, and you can't, you can't really know how incredible this woman is from the internet, which says a lot because Kayla knows how to work the internet. So <laughs> I will say <laughs> everybody deserves a Kayla Craig in their corner, and I have been immensely blessed to have you, Kayla, in mine all these years. So
3: Aww, Lindsay, thank you.
2: Wow, <laughs> yeah, like that, I really think we need to have that like. You needed to have that tattooed somewhere on, like, on your face, Kayla. That was (laughs) nice. (laughs) Okay. Here we are. Last
0: episode. Last interview.
3: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Here we are. I'm just thinking about where we were the very first episode we did. And I was like two houses ago for me and my life was so different. It's so weird.
0: Yeah. Real quick confession. I went back and listened to the first. So way back in the beginning. Oh no, (laughs)
1: Lindsay.
0: (laughs) We did something similar where we did individual interviews with all of the co-hosts. And I listened to about six and a half minutes and I was like I can't listen to this (laughs) anymore because
2: (laughs) wait were you like I can't listen to myself uh, I mean, that was part of it. I listened
0: to Kayla's interview. I interviewed her. Uh, I okay. didn't remember this, but yeah. I, I didn't remember that either. Wow.
3: Yeah. And so, circle. You keep getting stuck with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you did talk about your oldest. You were like, yeah, well, my oldest kids are six and three. And so we're just hitting this, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, so much life has happened. So we have so improved. This is why I stopped listening. The sound quality. <sighs> so so much better now so also i have to say uh these questions are much better we've gotten a lot better at that so
3: yay (laughs) shout out to everyone that has stuck through us as we've learned and grown yes yeah
0: yeah Yeah. shout out so first question kind of ties into that how have you kayla grown since not just joining but being the brainchild of Upside Down Podcast.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, and I have to say Upside Down has always been super collaborative. So it's like I might have like lit the fire, but it only the flames only grew because of so many other people doing amazing work. So I don't want to take all the credit. Um, But I feel like I have grown so much. I'm not brave enough to go down some rabbit holes of what I've written in the past or what I've recorded in the past um, and it, but I also have a lot of grace for that person that Kayla was five years ago ten years ago um, because that's how we learn right like we can't babies don't just become adults in an instant and we're always like I always say I hope, I'm not today the person I was five years ago and five years from now, I hope I'm not the person I am today. Like that is just something that I try to live my life by because I feel like that is what it is to be human and hopefully be going on a, on a healthy trajectory and learning from the times that we mess up and where we've gotten it wrong and where we hadn't seen other perspectives. And so I just think you know, we've talked about this before, but that um the expansiveness of God and being God being in all things and what that looks like um is just shifting me and changing me. And um it's really beautiful. Like I, I see God in in a more vibrant, beautiful way than I did maybe when we first started and um I think that comes from a lot of listening, especially from somebody who likes to talk. (laughs) Um, And honestly, like some of these conversations we've had on air and the guests we've had on air have pushed me, have uh, grown me, have stretched me. Um, And just the conversations we have all had offline as well have really helped me um, just become a little bit more whole and a little bit more who The Kayla is that God has created me to be all along so
0: Mm, yeah that's really sweet and you didn't use this word necessarily but I just think about the humility that it takes you know to like look back on yourself and say like I don't I I'm not that person anymore but I have grace for them and as I'm growing and I'm unlearning that takes a lot of humility too so I feel like I've seen you um grow in humility as well over the years and just become more willing and open and and expansive. I know we keep using that word, but it, <laughs> it feels true. Um, mm. So you t- you started, you, you tiptoed on this, but what are some of the specific topics that we've covered that have influenced that growth? And then two-part question, are there topics we didn't get to that you mm. wish we had?
3: Yeah. Well, I think what has been so cool about the conversations we've had is that they've all built on each other. And I think I didn't understand the interconnectedness, like the intersectionality of all of these topics that might not even seem like they connect Mm
2: -hmm. at all,
3: right? So I remember when you were like, I'm going to talk to Leroy Barber and we're going to talk about gentrification. And I was like, what is gentrification? Like, I didn't even know... Like I kind of knew that idea, but I didn't even know the language to put to it. And so I think through so many conversations, my vocabulary has just like grown. I didn't have the words to say to put to different questions or different ideas or different theories or different, you know, like faith perspectives. Like I've grown so much learning from my Catholic friends and it's really um, influenced my faith a lot, you know? So I just feel like I can't, I'm cheating and I can't pick on like just one because I feel like they've <laughs> all, they've all built for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've pulled me in different ways. And, you know, sometimes I come back to where I was at the beginning, but sometimes I'm like, wow, this has really shifted, um, my thinking or the way I'm viewing myself or God or my neighbor. And yeah that has been really special. And I pr- could probably go back and listen to a lot of episodes and learn a lot more. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about Lisa Sharon Harper and the episode um, that we did with her. And just, I mean, when you talk to somebody that is that like brilliant, you know, you could listen to that conversation again and again, because there's so much there and there's so many reverberations um, going into the future and, and, history you know teaches us a lot so anytime we've had a historian on um, that has just been just so helpful and it's also something I can point other people back to you know so when I think about a conversation that I wanted to have um, I would have loved to bring on some neurodiverse people some autistic people um, because as I've been parenting my children I have realized that like God wires us so creatively and things that maybe culture 10 years ago, 20 years ago on and on might have not seen, like we might not have seen that as like the gift and the beauty that it is. And I'm like, you know, I watch my kids and I'm like, oh my gosh, you help me see like God in you helps me see God in me in a totally different way. And I'm so, I just love how, you know your brain works, and thank you for like sharing. This is how you're seeing the world and going through the world. So, I would just like to um, hear more of that. That's something I'm seeking out mm-hmm. in my yeah. real life. Authors and um, thinkers, and yeah, there's so there's so many people. I mean, gosh, I feel like we've done so many episodes, and yet there's just an expansive to use our favorite, <laughs> our <laughs> keyword. Um, yeah an expansive list of, of beautiful thinkers and creative people and literal logical people mm-hmm. that we need those to And uh, there's so many people we could still talk to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can take this question, um, any direction you want, where are you headed now as you move forward from this podcast experience?
3: Oh, yes. Well, we are year into to like our physical location um, where we are moving back to our hometown. And so that is going to be a continual like putting deeper roots in and tending to that, getting to know our neighbors more, um, getting involved in what's happening in our like community off the screen. That's really important to me, especially as my kids are kind of not in that baby stage that they used to be where they were home 24-7 all the time. Now they're getting a little bit more in the world, and I want to walk into that with them um, and to give them space to grow, but also to navigate the different um, challenges that way. And then I really have felt like, you know, throughout all of our recording, I have had a lot of different jobs. I've been a podcast producer. I was director of communication somewhere. I I have just done a lot of different like editing behind the scenes, a lot of different work and I've really learned through frustrating moments, through beautiful moments that I think what my vocation is, which is an episode we talked about a long time ago, like vocations and callings, but I really feel like it's writing and it's, and it's a deep spiritual writing that um, hopefully is accessible to people Mm -hmm. and doesn't ignore, um, the hurts and the pains of our world, but also still has an eye for wonder and beauty. And so I kind of feel like last year around this time, I stepped away from a job and said, okay, what I'm going to do is focus on, on writing. And I'm going to, that's going to be (laughs) where I spend my time if I'm not spending my time with my kids or my community. And, um, Actually, just signed a two-book deal, so I am going to continue walking down that road of writing.
1: Kayla, can okay, you slip yay. that in there? What can you Wow! <laughs> wow. wow. Yes. That so
2: fantastic! Oh, I Congratulations. can't wait to read more from you. That's amazing. Very exciting. Can you you tell us anything about like...
3: Yeah, yeah. So this summer is going to be a lot of deep work for me. So if you, anybody listening and on this call, if you see me spending too much time on social media, like call (laughs) me out because I can't be doing that because... I got a manuscript. <laughs> right? Um, but I wrote to Light the Way, which is a collection of prayers and kind of like modern liturgies for parents. And I and I'm working on something that will hopefully kind of speak into the heart of that same audience. So I'm Great. really grateful and and excited. And then I'm also launching um Actually, by the time this airs, it's already live, a Liturgies for Parents podcast, which is absolutely nothing like upside down podcast. Um, It is not collaborative. It's not conversations uh, with multiple people. It's it's just uh, me sharing like a little bit of scripture and a little prayer. And it's just weekly something as like a reprieve, a chance to breathe. I feel Mm -hmm. like my life is very, very loud. Um, and even in my quiet moments, it seems to be loud in some way. And so I'm creating um, a little weekly podcast comes out on Mondays that's just a chance to reset so you can listen to it when you're getting ready for the day or commuting to work or taking kids to wherever they need to be taken to. Um, yeah, so i'm I'm excited about that and hope that that is like an offering and a and like a gift and not just. More shouting into the world because nobody needs that. So, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. There are either a few podcasts like that that I listen to where it's either poetry being read or like a meditation. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like COVID, having COVID, but then also just living in a pandemic, like my brain cannot take in what it used to. Like I can't take in information. So, those moments of like, this is just for me I'm not I don't have to learn anything I don't have to remember I don't have to absorb someone else's knowledge I'm just gonna be and listen to this person's lovely voice (laughs) so I am looking forward to that Kaylee that I think that will be um yeah just really special for especially parents you know like the pandemic is hard on everybody but when you're like trying to keep other people alive too yeah
3: it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you
2: said that, Lindsay, because I do. My brain feels like it cannot absorb information the way. It yeah. Needs no. To. I mean, you and we're know just me. getting, I and like we're getting a,
3: more yeah. of it all the time. So yeah, it's like,
2: right.
3: how do we <laughs> hold that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's hard to say no. Uh, you know, like if you're if you really love information, if you love learning, all those things, like which all of us do, it's hard to say no. I can't read another book, or no, I can't listen to another podcast especially if that has been your mo for so many years you know but like dude trauma trauma messes with your brain so there's a reason that we're all you know we've been in fight flight freeze fawn whatever mode for years now
3: Mm, and that's that's what happens right
0: your brain doesn't it's like i'm just surviving now (laughs) (laughs) anyway
3: yay yay, us we're surviving
0: yeah we are and we get to listen to that so that's exciting. Okay. um, Last question before rapid fire. What is your hope for yourself, your community, your church, the church, five years from now?
3: Oh my goodness. I hope that everybody is like totally less exhausted and burnt out (laughs) than we are today because I feel like everybody I talk to across like so many different backgrounds, experiences, where they're living, what they're doing, who they are, everybody's just like, I'm so tired. So I don't know what we need for like communal rest, Mm.
2: but I feel
3: like something's got to give and i hope that 5 years from now we have embraced um i don't know giving our own selves um tenderness and compassion and grace you know that's a word thrown around all the time especially in like christian circles but we do like <laughs> we do need to have that that self um i don't know tenderness or like nurture. Like I'm, I'm very much in like the parenting world and I think about nurturing my kids, but like, how am I allowing myself to be nurtured? You know, it's, it's really hard. So, um, that's something that I just hope for everybody <laughs> in all circumstances. Um, and for the church, I just, I mean, I think it's going to be a really interesting five years. Um, for the the systems that we have in place as Christians. I think the past two years have been very illuminating. Um, the past 10 years, a lot has come to light. Um, and I really am hopeful that we are going to let the things that need to fall and to burn away fall and burn away and that we can stay deeply rooted in this upside down kingdom in this very perplexing beautiful mystery of Christ like that is that is my hope that we cling to those basic tenets and those basic promises of of God's deep and abiding love for us and we let some of that other <laughs> more toxic stuff that has just kind of built into who we are um, go uh, because I think we need it. I think we need to hold on to the promises of God um, and loosen our grip on the things that, you know, we've talked about for six years and, and where where that can go wrong really fast.
0: Yeah. That sounds good. Let it burn. (laughs) Okay. We're finally here to the rapid fire. Speaking of burning. Um, Are you ready?
3: I'm so ready. And I will just say, this is the fourth time that we have done this. And I don't remember any of them. And (laughs) I'm not even looking. I'm not paying any attention. So this is going to be a surprise. Like, you don't know what I'm going to say. And I don't know what I'm going to say. So (laughs) buckle up.
0: (laughs) Okay, here we go the one word you want people to use to describe your character?
3: Go compassionate. Mm, that's a good one.
0: You have one hour to kill at home. What do you do?
3: Realistically, I sit on my phone and do nothing, and then I'm like, oh, I never have
0: any time to
3: do anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if I like really just had an hour and I was like, no pressure on anything. I might get in my bed because I love bed. Mm. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm old now because I just love being in my bed. <laughs> I'm,
0: with, I'm with you. Totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. You have two hours to kill outdoors. What terrain do you choose?
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, am I, like, in the constraints of living in the Midwest no, no where no I actually live? No oh, there's I no, constraints? There no I would, constraints? I would go to... The ocean or like a big lake. I love the water. I recently got to go to the ocean. I'm very landlocked in my real life, so um, I think there's an ex- expansiveness. Ding ding ding. What number are we at now? But i uh, like, I like feeling. I like feeling small. Yeah, I think yes. I can easily elevate my bigness in my head and like. The whole world needs me to exist in order for the world to exist. And so I need that like spiritual and a like, physical reminder um, that I'm small and I am a beloved part of the universe. But I am a very small part of everything that God has created and is doing. And I think that water always brings that back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fill in the blank. If you hate me, you would make me blank.
3: Oh my gosh, how much time do we have? Because there's a lot (laughs) of things. Make me get up early. Mm. Talk to me before I have drank my coffee.
1: um puzzles puzzles puzzles, Puzzles. yes (laughs) oh my
3: gosh I was
2: gonna ask if Patty was gonna chime in
3: (laughs) Patty knows me (laughs) um yeah be very organized for no reason like waste (laughs) my time organizing for like no benefit like (laughs) naming files just to name files like don't miss me with that i'm not i'm not here for that
2: kayla i am learning so much right now i love this so you much. are I mean, yes. keep going kayla um, <laughs> the airing
3: of grievances let's go no i'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> i know I, was like, I thought it was one thing but that's fine keep going
2: <laughs> i told you i'm ready no <laughs> she said miss me with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay one thing that would be considered quirky about you although i feel like we could have ju- we just covered a yeah yeah, of yeah. anything else? you guys
3: this is for real is i'm so quirky like i'm so weird um <laughs> it's hard to pick i feel like i need a bucket of which quirkiness to like draw from <laughs> i i'm like low-key slash high-key obsessed with the Titanic is like an obsession that came as a child and like I was just traveling and I was listening to a deep dive of how the Titanic was built.
0: Wow. Yeah. What is happening? I can tell be? you
3: a lot about it. Um, Like before, before like, <laughs> and, and I will say this is like a Jace to that, like before conspiracies got like creepy and like <laughs> QAnon type. Like I was like a like kind of into like I do have some theories about JFK and like I could do a podcast about that because <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um, I just watched the Marilyn Monroe documentary. Um that's new on Netflix, and that is surprise, surprise, connected to JFK and RFK. So yeah, there's I have some thoughts, but I I am actually like a huge nerd. And you guys probably know that, but I, I do have some like weird deep dives that I go down.
0: I love it. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> best thing that you have ever binge watched.
3: Oh my gosh, that's that's hard because I binge a lot. And my mom's like, how do you, how did you just watch like 10 hours of television in two days? <laughs> I'm like, we don't sleep. That's why you can't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> this is why in five years from now, I'm hoping that we're, we're in a healthier space of, of a more well rested, less exhausted. No, I'm just kidding. Um, What is the best thing that I have binged? You know, this is what I will say is I will watch a show in pretty much any genre if it's told well. Like, I am a sucker for good storytelling. And that can be like documentary, like a like a really compelling idea and story in the way that it's presented. But I could also like, like, I liked WandaVision and I don't even like comics and stuff. Um, I can get into a drama, I can get into a comedy. I can get into something that's like quirky on, you know, HBO Max, and also love to do like, <laughs> um, let's let's not call it trash, but um, yeah, I can do some reality dating shenanigans you- too.
2: Do the most recent one that you binged and like, because I'm, I was waiting for this so I could find my next thing that I was going to binge. Watch. Okay.
3: That's like <laughs> so and much then, pressure. I need on. to like, I need to like look up like each streaming service because I have, I have recommendations literally for each streaming service. Okay. I'm
2: just going to just vox it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to yes. need, I'm gonna need <laughs> all of your recs on all of the streaming services. Thank you. And I haven't watched this, but I have heard
1: a lot about Severance on Apple TV. I was
2: going to say, I watched Severance.
3: It is a slow burn. It is a slow burn, but also I couldn't stop watching it. And then, this is another weird thing about me, is I'm going to go and, like, Google and, like, read recaps after, like, a like an intense show because I'm like, what did I miss? Like, what Wait, was the do symbolism? You, do I didn't you read the see characters here?
2: like lives? Like, do you go digging for the like after I watched Inventing Anna? I went Oh I, yes. You know, yes. Like, read all the things about her in real life, what was real, what was not.
3: Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're I, up yeah. I'm your just phone like right now. I, there should be like a good reads for um <laughs> Like everything I've watched, yeah, That's a good idea. <laughs> that would be kind of embarrassing, though. <laughs> but yeah, I I love streaming like anything and everything. And if somebody's like talking about it, then I kind of feel like FOMO, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I'll, I'll get, I'll give it a shot.
0: Okay, adult you would describe kid you as blank.
3: Precocious. Um, I was often called a teacher's pet. Um also called bossy i would also say that that's like kind of unfair um because i just knew how to get stuff done and was a natural leader but i digress
0: boys boss let's just (laughs) exactly thank
3: you thank you um but yeah i was had a lot going on in my little brain
0: uh okay so now kid you would describe adult you how
3: okay It depends on the age because there was probably kid me being like, so you didn't become a successful actress and attorney and teacher. Like the (laughs) amount of things that I was like, I am going to accomplish was vast. And so I'm like, I hope, you know, I hope I didn't let little Kayla down.
2: (laughs) Kid you is shaming adult you. Yes, (laughs) I know. Oh. are
3: gonna work that out with a therapist or something.
0: No, I think really. she would
3: actually be like, "Wow, you, you like I've always re- written. I've always loved to write, um, and so I think she would think that was pretty darn cool that I get to do that as my job. And I think she would think my family is just like mind blowing. Like, what these, these are your kids? Like, I think she would." think that was really cool because of all the things I wanted to do, and I want to do a lot of them. One thing that was consistent is I did always want to become a parent someday. So I feel really grateful that I've gotten to do that times four. Yeah.
0: Okay. A writer, thinker, activist, leader that has changed everything for you.
3: Oh my gosh. Okay. I literally just looked up. I'm sitting under my books and I looked up. And this is not prepared. And I saw I'm still here, Austin Channing Brown. And gosh, I like devoured that book. Um, and it's a book that I've recommended to a lot of people. So that is, that is definitely like in modern times, um, mm-hmm. a, a writer and, and thinker and leader that um, I respect deeply, and whose voice deeply deeply matters in our modern discourse. Um. As for, like, writing, Madeline Lingle is, like, I just feel like I connect with her at a soul level, um, both in her fiction and in her nonfiction, um, and I'm slowly, like, working my way through her catalog of work, um, and they usually just dog the entire book, um, no matter what it is. <laughs> so, um, and I'm, like, every time I, I thrift a lot, I go to the thrift stores, and, like, I love old books, um, and used books. And I'm trying to like grow my collection little by little of all her books.
0: Mm, That's fun. Yeah. Okay. One word that describes this upside down experience for you.
3: The first word that came to mind was fulfilling. Mm,
0: That's a great word. Okay,
2: guys.
1: Oh we my
0: gosh! We made it to the end. That was the last so
1: question. Yeah. Yeah. What?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not the end. We're still gonna be fulfilling meet in real is life. a great
1: word though. That's a great yes. Word.
2: That's <laughs> perfect. That was it really the best is. word. Mm.
0: Someone actually asked me this week if, um, like, there was any behind-the-scenes drama. <gasps> it hadn't even occurred to me that people might think that, and so just to like put out oh into my the gosh. universe, mm-hmm. we're all. Uh, very fulfilled and coming to the end of this mm-hmm. with like completely full
2: hearts and mm-hmm. nothing but love
0: yeah, for yeah, yeah. we love each other and
2: yeah it's, wild. it's definitely for women who really really respect love honor and care for one another like legit yeah. and I think it's that like, comes across
3: yeah 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 you should have like made up a story Lindsay <laughs>
2: Just see
3: if like that person was like trustworthy or if like the rumors were gonna start and it like comes back to us and it's like a game of telephone
1: our dms would be like blown up all of a sudden i heard we should write one just for fun i mean to be to
0: be you know real there are a lot of organizations right now um with leadership that there's some drama, like things are falling Mm -hmm. apart in a lot of places. So, um, I don't know. I feel super blessed and honored to be a part of a group where that's never been the case behind the scenes, you know?
3: And we just like wanted to end thoughtfully and, and well, you know, we've talked about that a little bit, but, um, sometimes people let things go too too long or they don't have the margin and they're still trying to squeeze it in because they love the people or they love the work um yeah. but ultimately like knowing when to like joyfully and healthfully leave mm-hmm. uh, is something that i wish we learned m- how to do more
0: yeah yeah um. Okay, any last words? I have a little blessing I'd like to read, but if anybody has anything else. I was just going to say,
3: like, (laughs) oh, I got to, hold on. (laughs) I believe you (laughs) finished, Um, I was going to say that when I was interviewing Patty and when Patty was interviewing Elisa, I was like dropping in commentary all the time. But Lindsay, you're such a like, Cut and dry interviewer. We're like done. Like you're like I'm not adding my commentary. <laughs> like that's good interviewing skills. I'm like also that reminds me of Robert F Kennedy. Like <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Like that's like such a like summary of our personality.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I also but- think that elisa and I. Well, I'll speak for myself, but I'm going to throw you in, lisa I think that we're also like well we weren't on here as long so we're gonna just like do all the talking and make up for like the years the seasons we missed (laughs) because both of our episodes are like super long they're like 20 minutes longer than than you but also but also I kind of felt like I was
2: trying to be reverent by not like commenting on everything that you said Kayla because I wanted like my I was like hold like oh you you know what I think about that Kayla
1: yeah you yeah. are just like trying letting to be you have listeners.
2: your like time to <laughs> yes. shine. Uh, I, needed, I needed to give you your time to shine. Uh, but can I like circle back on something that you said for real? Like <laughs> I just feel like when my my Facebook memories pop up of stuff that I wrote like eight or nine years ago, <sighs> you guys, yeah. it's so cringe. And I'm like, oh, Kayla gives herself grace. Kayla gives herself grace. Alisa. Give yourself grace. (laughs) But oh my gosh, I'm like, why didn't anybody call me and be like, girl? Girl.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: What are no, I think the
0: same thing. Okay, good. Yeah. And
3: and it helps you have a lot more grace for other people because it's like, okay, I have not, you know, we're all figuring it out here. Okay, Um,
2: good. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me.
3: Thank you, Kayla. <laughs> oh, Canadian no, list. no. I'm suspicious of anyone who's like, oh, I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> like, what?
2: i am <laughs> always been Liar. A liar. <laughs> 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 oh.
0: Okay. I am going to uh, leave our listeners and also ourselves with a blessing. Um, this is often referred to as a franciscan blessing and upon researching it i found out that it was actually written by a benedictine sister named anna rose Rowland. so we gonna give her credit where it's due um yeah so here we go may god bless you with discomfort at easy answers half truths and superficial relationships so that you may live deep within your heart May God bless you with anger at injustice, oppression, and exploitation of people, so that you may work for justice, freedom, and peace. May God bless you with tears to shed for those who suffer from pain, rejection, starvation, and war, so that you may reach out your hand to comfort them and turn their pain to joy. And may God bless you with enough foolishness to believe that you can make a difference in this world so that you can do what others claim cannot be done. And I will add a community of holy fools to do it with. Amen. Go in peace, friends. We love you.
3: Amen.